What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Heroes Home Base Podcast, Episode 4. Welcome, True Believers. This is Mark. This is Rob. This is Rich. So what's going on today, fellas? Well, I... uh went to the comic book store and picked up the most recent green lantern and i gotta tell you guys i'm not impressed which store did you go to laughing ogre okay um what issue is it i mean um 10 i'm i i feel like i don't even know which way is up i was really excited with this being grant morrison but i am yeah, I'm not enjoying this book at all. I'm probably going to stop after this story arc is over. It's just. It's... I just heard. Uh, I just heard news that uh, he's probably off the book, so it's probably going to get relaunched again for the third time since the rebirth continuity started. Well, I don't know if they have to restart the book. Like, why don't they just pick it up twelve or whatever after they're done? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessary. But number one, so... sell comics, bro. Number one, sell comics. They're probably going to restart it. So pretty much I was just not, I have not been pleased with it. There was one really cool episode where he went inside of his ring, which I thought was pretty badass. Yeah. But then it's just been, I I don't even, I I can't really say more than it's just kind of garbage. So that's where I'm at. The The Ian Sharp artwork is pretty good though, right? The artwork is fantastic. It's, I mean, it's really good. It's just, I, I don't know if he's trying to be too, uh, inception like or something i don't i don't know it's just i think his story has folded in on itself like four times it's just garbage grant morrison is is a weirdo but usually comes through with a really good story well i think i mean that's like a match made in heaven because i remember i mean rich you remember we picked up um green lantern when it was still kyle rayner and it was kind of that like um He's a space cop against all different civilizations, so it's definitely one of those books that you know crosses over between the comic book genre and the uh, sci-fi genre. You know, it's kind of out there. I'm not digging it, which is really upsetting, but it is what it is. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. Doesn't that stuff when you have such high hopes for a book, you're, or at least not high hopes, but you're you're looking forward to getting into it, and it's just kind of not what you thought it was going to be. In general, yeah, but the other the added context in this situation is that was like the first book that you know i kind of started getting back into comic books after grad school and it's kind of a kind of a letdown it was a big deal when they launched grant morrison on this book i'm not gonna lie i did not read it um but i listened to other comic book review podcasts and they were really really high on it and then it just disappeared off of their talking points. They kind of had the same feelings that you do, where they're like, "I don't know where this is going." Boy, yeah, yeah. it was just—it was kind of a, yeah. I'm just gonna start repeating myself. It's—it goes without saying. It's just pretty disappointing overall. So, Cole has to do. My son Cole has to do a uh, book report project, and uh, they have all these different things that they're gonna let him do. And one of them was pick a favorite part of your story that you're reading and do a graphic novel strip. And I'm like, yes. He gets to draw it? Yeah. Color it, draw it, putting in a comic form. He he was like, no, I'm going to do the shadow box. I'm like, really, dude? 
after all the what? The com- after all the comic books we've read, all the comics that we've drawn, you're choosing a shadow or a book, a shoebox project. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little disappointed with that. But other than that, life will go on. Mark, what's going on in the big city? Well, you know, this time of year, for some reason, it make, with fall being here, it makes me so nostalgic because I remember I was on a flight from, and it's funny because on Thursday I'm actually going there, but I was on a flight around this time in 2012, 2013, 2013, I was on a flight from New York to Seattle. And when you're on those, it was a direct flight. And when you're on those direct flights in the seat in front of you, the, the back of the head piece of the seat in front of you, you can watch television. And I clicked on the first episode of the first season of Arrow. It was so good from the, I just got goosebumps. It was so good. I remember you telling me about that. When I landed, I had my friend take me to Best Buy so I can buy the first season. I only watched one episode. I was that hooked. So wait, it was after the first season was over? Right. It was like 2013. So it was going into the second season. Around this time every year, I always rewatch the first season because Arrow is actually in its last season. It's gone on for eight seasons now, and this season is its final season. And every year this time of year, I always watch the first season over again because the first season is my absolute favorite. I mean, it, it was so good and so green, and they just did such a good job of No pun intended s- with the green there, but Right. No, that's right. No <laughs> pun intended. Good one. It's a good eye. And I just... I'm. And I've actually talked to Rich and Kim about this. I'm actually, like, we categorize ourselves. I'm a show rewatcher. Like, I'll rewatch certain shows that I've already seen. Rich is a show stick with her. Like, he'll stick with the show all the way to the end. Like, he's stuck with Smallville from the beginning to the end. And oh, Kim, God, Smallville. his wife is a show quitter. She'll watch three episodes and be like, nah, and quit. So I'm Or she'll, show- she'll go to, like, halfway through, like, the third season and be like, yeah, no, quit. So she so, gives it a good go. Is that what you're saying? Well, like if she's really invested in it and she loves it and then it just takes a turn for whatever direction she doesn't like, she's like, peace, I'm out, bitch, later. We should ask her. Yeah, so uh, I have the show quitter herself here. Kim Wagner, say hello. Hello. Hi, Kim. Hello. So what was your... Uh, I remember getting together with Mark and he was like, you guys got to watch this Arrow show. It's it's like the greatest. It was he, so good. That? I mean... Yeah, I do remember that because I told you I was on. I watched one episode on a flight. And as soon as I landed, I I went to Best Buy and bought the whole first season, and I was hooked. It was just so well written. It was so green, and the characters were so. It was cool to see him in his outfit, and it was just so well put together. And I loved hearing, you know, Malcolm Merlin and Speedy and Dinah Lance, and I love hearing about Central City and Coast City, and they just I loved hearing about it, and I just. We started talking about all those old shows like Smallville, and that's when we I categorized us as I'm a show rewatcher, Kim is a show quitter, and Definitely. Rich sticks with the shows so till the very end. Arrow? Why I did mean, you quit? Originally, Arrow? I think Mark's enthusiasm about the show totally sold it. We had a similar reaction where we watched just one episode, and then we're crazy hooked into that. Like loved that show. Sadly, I think they just got a little too big for their britches, where they just got like really enthused about the success of the show, and they started adding all well, these characters. I mean, characters. It, it spawned its own universe on television, so they that was definitely that the apex. Literally, everybody point. on that show became a hero, and I just feel like that lost something. Like when he's Wait, running he... around trying to hide his identity from people, that just took some of that element out of it when. Your bodyguard's a hero, your sister's a hero, your girlfriend's a hero. Like, okay. 
Too many heroes. We need some everyday people in this show. It just lost some intrigue. And I remember lost him, which was a huge draw for me. It was like less him and more everybody else, and I was less I, interested. I remember um, binge watching like the second season and just kind of checking out because I think that was a show that I couldn't binge watch. Like some of the looseness of some of the writing was exposed when I, you know, like 24. You remember 24? I was like, oh, yeah, that great. You can't binge watch that. It just I mean, they changed totally the fake. direction in season two where he wasn't <clears throat> as violent. I don't know, like his mission had changed somewhat. So I feel like that already kind of lost something. Yeah. So tonight, as I was cooking dinner and uh, eating dinner, I decided to rewatch and restart the very first season and first episode of The Walking Dead. And I just got through the first episode, and I remember, even even though it's been a couple of years, it's been a while since I've seen it, the first season, first episode, it still has me on the edge of my seat. The show was so good. Hey, and hey, got- hey, hey, who got you into that show? Uh, you did. Yes, you did. And what weekend was it that I got you into that show? New York Comic Con weekend, the guys when you were here. We ain't got nothing to do but watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> and was I was the, Was that your first year, Rich? No, I think that was the year that it was just me and Mark, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was, I think it was you guys' first year. Okay. I think you're right. I think it was you guys' first year. And it got me thinking, there have been, although The Walking Dead, you know, Robert Kirkland, it was a comic book and everything, it got me started thinking, what were you guys' favorite and least favorite live action shows based off of a comic? Are we talking live action and animated, all the above? Sure, yeah. All right, well... <clears throat> I've definitely got to go with Batman the Animated Series as one of my top favorites. That came out like, I think it was like almost four or five months after Batman Returns came out. So it yeah, because Danny Elfman did the music for the animated series too. Yeah, so I remember it was like Batman Returns came out in the summer, which was really weird because it was based around Christmas time. I remember that being weird. But I think that came out in June, and then I think Batman the Animated Series came out the following September. So September of 92. So, Rich, we were in the second grade. Yeah. And I just remember <clears throat> loving that show. And I remember they recycled it so many times. Remember, like, they would they did Batman and Robin for a little while, um, which just gave them another excuse to recycle the Batman the Animated Series episodes. Then they even had, like... Um, that was linked to Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which was like a huge deal in theaters. That was a badass movie in theaters. Yeah. And then they had the um, new Batman adventures when they kind of redid the artwork and re-sketched out some of the characters. But uh, I just remember, uh, dude, I remember we would skip Cub Scouts. Oh, Robin's going to be on tomorrow. We can't go to Cub Scouts because Robin's on. Remember? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'd give any reason to skip Cub Scouts. Right. Right. Um, but I just remember... I mean, watching that show, I mean, all the way through high school, you remember, like we would catch some of the newer stuff, even as we were, as we were way out of elementary school. But I just remember loving that show. What, what did, you, did you watch that, Mark? You watched that. I did watch it. It was good. It was very good. I remember getting super excited when the DC Universe app was coming out because they had all the seasons on it. Rob, I know you ended up buying them on DVD, but yep. I don't know, it was like the first thing I watched on that app. 
Well, so every Christmas, you know, everybody's like, I got my Christmas movie. I watch Christmas with the Joker. That's nice. one of my top. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that episode. So now I got Jensen watching it with me. Of course, Becky rolls her eyes every time. Oh, God, that sounds stupid. But we're like, hey, <clears throat> it's a tradition. I've got to watch Christmas with the Joker while I wrap some presents. So. so that's your favorite. Did you have a least favorite? So, all right. So my least favorite is linked to one that I really, really liked at the beginning, and that was Heroes. Oh, really? I never good show. saw an episode Bad of that. Show. I never absolutely loved Heroes the first two and a half seasons. It was an amazing show, and then they fired the comic writers. Who was it? Wasn't it Jeff Lobridge? Yeah, Jeff Loeb started it. Tim Sale's artwork was in the show, yep. and yep. I yep. know that. I, no, I think the show was a victim of the writer strike that was going on at that time, and then it just went to shit. I mean, it took. I mean, I remember it being a huge success, and the fan base was phenomenal. And then it just was awful. Like overnight, it just was horrible. Yeah, like, it folded like a deck of cards, dude. It was really, really bad, and it was character so... development stopped. It was. Oh, it was I mean the first season was just amazing with you know hero and trying to map out all the stuff in the future and the past and mystery I mean, Zachary, sock and Peter Petrelli right. yeah man right and I mean I mean Zachary Quinto pretty much got his start there after I, I can't remember if he was on that show before 24 but I mean he was a really good villain um I just I love that show and I just hated what it become what it became. It was just uh it was like that carnival season. I'm like, this is a joke. Like, forget this, I'm out. But, yeah, the one dude had like a tattoo pin or whatever. Yeah, it was it was garbage. I mean it talk about a phenomenal show and I didn't start watching it till I think I got uh the first season for Christmas one year and started watching it and loved it and then that's right before season two started and loved it. And then kind of halfway through the third season, it was just crap. That's kind of kind of my worst. And I think the 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 way it was ruined kind of plays into why I just don't like it so much. So that's me. So, Mark, what's your favorite? My favorite is, I will tell you, was Birds of Prey. Back oh. when it was on the oh WB. We're still on this show. We're still on the Birds of Prey because I just thought Ep- it was what, such the a three good episodes idea. that it had. It was on for one season back when it was still the WB. One season too many. It ran for <laughs> one season and it wasn't. No, shut it. It wasn't bad. It was. Who was the chick that was Black Canary? Like, is that like her first and only show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's where. I, I can't believe this is your favorite show because wasn't Black Canary in the show the offspring of Catwoman and Batman? What the fuck oh, is no. that? It, that was Huntress. How it was, it was that. What it the was fuck new, is that? It was New Gotham is what they called it. And new Alfred Gotham. was in it. And they kind of showed the story of Batgirl and how she got shot by the Joker. And the, this is all in the uh, beginning telling story of the show. And... Huntress is the daughter of Catwoman and Batman. Oh, and, what? Well, that's I didn't agree with that, but then they showed Dinah Lance, who's like this teenage girl who's the daughter of Black Canary, and they actually had Black Canary in the show played by Lori Laughlin, who was from Full House. <laughs> the what? aunt from Full House. The <laughs> Uncle Jesse's wife or I, girlfriend from Full House. Oh, I know who she is. The college college gate. scandal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... I just I and I Dina Meyer the girl she sure the didn't earn any played, money from doing that show. 
Dina Meyer, the woman who played Black, who played Oracle, was a spot on casting. That it was, was really that was a, a good casting. I'll agree. That with was that. a good yeah, casting. Yeah, I'll agree with that. She was the one from um, Starship Troopers, right? Yeah, and I just like the story of it. You know, I'm, that they actually brought the Birds of Prey to life, but I just wish they would have kept it how it was originally intended, the way Chuck Dixon wrote it. And I just, I was in, I was, I stuck with that show. I mean, they had Clayface in there, they had Harley Quinn in there, and I, I just had such enthusiasm and such hopes for that show, but it only ever, it only lasted one season. I did not watch that show, but if I had, I would have quit it because <laughs> <laughs> of taking characters that people love and saying, let's change all this stuff about it. And then we can't figure out why it's not successful. Like mischaracterization is a huge problem for me. That's why I couldn't get into Titans because I loved Dick Grayson and I felt like they completely mischaracterized him and he was like borderline Jason Todd and I just couldn't get into that and I would have quit that Birds of Prey show. So wait, did you quit Titans? Uh, I, That's on hold right now, folks. I probably watched like half the first season and to be honest, I thought some of the acting was bad. I could not connect with Dick Grayson as the character they were making him out to be. Rich is trying to convince me to finish it. What about I Punisher, think you should Kim? finish it. What about Punisher, Kim? So I loved the casting of that and was super into that one. But that's a really intense show and I feel like we were trying to like binge it and it was just taking too much out of us. Like it's super violent and the constant rehashing of his family's murder was just like a little too intense. Awful. It's yeah. just not something you can watch night after night after night. I would like to get so, back into that one. I did think they do a great job with that one. So Kim, well, you're a purist then. So like you want them to stick to the character development and the origin stories and don't screw around with that stuff. For sure. These characters gotcha. are huge. These stories are, you know, fan favorites. Why change that? I'm I'm in um quitter Kim camp here. I mean, I agree. I do agree with what you're saying, but I just, because I know the story so well, I think that's, and I had hopes for it, I think that's why I stuck with it. And I just like the kind of like idea that you could bring the birds of prey. And it's just, I'm telling you, Dina Meyer as Oracle is what that anchor was for me because she was so spot on. And I thought she was a good actress in it. So that was my favorite show. Um, Mark, you know what? I'll do you a solid. It's on the DC Universe app. I'll watch it. I'll let you know what I think about it. Yeah, we'll check it out. I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, here I am shitting on your number one pick and I haven't even seen it. You know, I don't want to be ignorant about that. I'll give it a shot. Give it a you. try. Yeah, give it because at the beginning of the episode, they tell the story of the Birds of Prey and they actually show the Ju- Joker shooting Batgirl and they just kind of, so that, that kind of, that'll get you drawn in. Um, but my least favorite, which I just have on for noise, uh, it was DC Legends of Tomorrow. Now that was absolutely ridiculous because they... Took show they took the heroes from Arrow and Flash and put them all together in one show and created DC Legends of Tomorrow. That's ridiculous. I've never heard of that show. That's not a comic book. There is no such thing as the White Canary. They created the White fucking Canary. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so wait a second. You're upset because they perverted one of your favorite comic book characters yet 
didn't they pervert some of your favorite comic characters in Birds of Prey? Well, now, now, mind you, they still they may have twisted it in Birds of Prey. Stick in the dagger, in, Rob. Just stick it in and twist it. <laughs> they still stuck with Birds of Prey, but with DC Legends of Tomorrow, they had like Constantine in there, and they were going back through time and time traveling. It was ridiculous. I'm like, they had Hawkman, Hawk Girl. They had Adam. They had Constantine. They now, had the I White will tell Perry. you that I liked. They had Firestorm. The it was stupid. It was uh, I liked the Adam in the Flash show. Brandon Routh, Superman Returns. I-, I wish he would have stayed on the Flash, and then it was like they get a successful character, and then they just throw him on that show. I just that show it was it it, it was not part of the continuity for me. I just did I wasn't feeling it. I was not feeling it because it's it's too they're like they were just trying to capitalize on the success of their anchor shows Flash and Arrow. Mark, and my, created this I am third a, lump. I'm a it's DC like, what is comics. This? I'm a DC comics homeboy, and you know that. And I never watched a single episode of that. Even when I was watching Flash and the Arrow when they had crossovers, I didn't even watch it. You, you don't because it's stupid. <laughs> what they should have done is just kept those g- characters like Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Adam, Firestorm. They should have just kept them as guest stars like you do in the comics, guest starring, guest starring, and just bouncing back and forth. They should not have created their own show on the stupid ship, time traveling. It was like sliders with superheroes. It was oh, stupid. sliders. Wow. Blast from the past there. It was stupid. Sliders. So that's, that's Jerry my favorite, O'Connell on and that's, sliders. Ridiculous. So you have my favorite and my least favorite. Like I said, I had it on today when I was taking a nap. Just so how could I have it on for noise? Mark, you kind of led into it. My favorite comic book show of all time is Smallville. You can call me a nerd. You can call me a never give up on a show, and I sure didn't give up on that show. Smallville was great for like the first six seasons. Do you remember growing up when that came out? It came out, um, what was it, October 16th, 2001. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how we would watch that show? Mm-hmm. We got Mr. Croco to record it because we didn't get WB <laughs> very well. You tell that, Kim. Yeah, I mean, there no DVR, and we didn't have cable, so our history teacher recorded from us and brought in the VHS, <laughs> and we all dashed over to your house after school so we could check out that show. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really loved the... And it's like... It's the same thing today where we're taking a show like, let's say Gotham, for instance, there's going to be no Batman. We're making a Joker movie. There's going to be no Batman. And we made a Superman show and there was no Superman until, you know, the last episode. What would he do? But I just liked that they used so much comic lore in that show and young villains and just how they told like, I don't know, like I think it was season finale of season three or whatever, where you got red kryptonite. And it was just, I don't know, it was really cool. The graphics for the time were really, really awesome. I just, I don't know. I loved the show when it first came out. It was kind of like... I love that show. I was kind of like you, Mark. Like, towards the end, it was just like, oh, I gotta finish it. I gotta see how it ends. And and I loved Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor. And yep, he was just yep. a perfect choice for that. And uh, it was just a good time. My least favorite, which probably would have been my favorite... Except the DC Universe app ruined it for me. Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, That was my shit when it first came out. Oh my I, God, lived I, I lived for that. I loved it. I lived for that. I used to come on on Sundays when it first started. Oh, it yeah, came dude. on yep. Sundays. Yep. Yep. Do you like you and me, Mark, we went to buybacks and I bought the first season before the DC Universe app came out. And I was like, eh, let me uh, relive some childhood. Man, that was rough. 
like a lot of overacting. Do you remember how they got rid of the good Jimmy Olsen in between seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he looked a little bit too much like Clark, so they axed him. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's the story. I remember reading that. That's messed up. Uh, He was the best one, though. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really stand up. I don't know. Dean Kane was great as Superman. The costume was a little whack. Dude, the, the thing uh, that drove dark, me crazy dark about his red costume boots. was his boots were a different color than the rest of his costume. It was bad. It was like a slightly cursive S on his chest. It was a little smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was a good show. It was fun for kids. I mean, that, the test of time. no, I mean, it came out in 93. So, I mean, for a Superman show and that, that played right into the death of Superman in the comics, like we talked about before, so that was the weird thing because I think originally in the comics they were gonna get they were gonna get married and then this yeah. Lois and Clark show was getting ready to come out and they're like well they're not together we that's like the sexual tension of the show we can't have them get together so then they killed them in the comics and then it took forever for them to get together in the show. That's a show I quit because Lois Lane started eating frogs. <laughs> yeah, and that was what the clones did, right? They ate yeah. frogs or some crap. Yeah, because once they got married, he got married to a clone, and it was they're not really married. Like, oh, whatever. And I was out. Dude, you know what I remember? Just random fun fact about that show. Do you know what other movie um, Jonathan Kent was in? Jonathan Kent from what? Smallville? No, from Lois and, uh, and Clark. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. Hey, we just watched that with our kids. That's why you know. And what yeah, Perry White, so I, dude, I hated that Perry less. White was like a huge Elvis fan in that show. That was so stupid. Lane Smith. Lane Smith, God rest his soul. Mister Hawks jack, from the he was the Ducks. jackass coach from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. I just hated that he liked Elvis. Like it was just a dumb little like fandom quirk. No, it did. It was just stupid. Yeah, the acting <laughs> in it is, if you go back and watch it now on the app, it's not very stellar. I'm going to tell you that much. Though. It was good for its time. I, For some reason, you know, I live for the episodes whenever Lois Lane did karate. I just thought, I thought that was so cool. Oh my god. Lois. We, she was a badass Lois. She was. You know, sometimes Lois can come across a little stupid, but Terry Hatcher, she made that character. She was smart. And kick ass, she held her own. And the very beginning, but towards the end when they started getting married and having sex and like they would go into the bedroom, then she, I felt like is when she fell off. But at the very beginning, she was bad ass. She was definitely a bullnose reporter in the beginning, that's for sure. Yeah. They try to be Clark to every story. So Kim, what about you? What was your uh, what was your favorite show? I don't know if I have a top top quit. favorite, but I loved, like you said, Batman animated series. I was mm-hmm. all about Spider-Man and X-Men on Saturday mornings. Um, and like Mark said, we totally loved Arrow season one. Maybe it kind of lost it a little bit after that. Do you have a new one to bring to the list? I mean, not Titans yet. You're still working on that. I'm just I, I got really into The Walking Dead for a while, primarily because of Daryl Dixon. But I will say that show was amazing. I have quit it. 
Um, I'm kind of with Kim. I kind of quit after. Why? It's so good. I, the thing is, for me, I, I, I binged watched it. So I didn't. There was. I hear people say that there was a lull in the show. So for me, I never watched it on cable. So I didn't have to wait a week. So I never felt that lull. I well, because I binged watched it. I was on the edge of my seat the whole entire time. So I never experienced a lull in the show. So I stuck with it. And I, because I don't have cable, I have to watch it. I'm a season behind. But I just, I. I love it. Well, I mean, I think so Negan I coming onto the show brought yeah. a new intensity to it. And I remember like that whole in between season not knowing who he killed with that bat, Lucille. 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 Yeah. I mean, that's like all we were talking about. Like, we talked about it. People at work and I were talking about it. I mean, we were like obsessed with figuring out who he killed. So he brought like. I think like revitalized what was going on with that show and a new energy and intensity. But after so long, like you have the chance to kill him and you don't. And then he kills some of your people. You're all mad and you have the chance to kill him and you don't. And that just gets tiring. Well, and it was for me, it was like they almost became like these characters that you've been like bonding with from the beginning became like Negan's bitches. And I just I just couldn't take it anymore. I'm like, so I gave up right when Rick left. So I checked out when Rick checked out. So yeah, I, did I, I, I hung in there and then I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. I, I think Negan, to Kim's point, added a, a new flavor to the show because it was kind of like, oh, OK, how many different civilizations are they going to come across and how are they going to invent themselves? And I think it added kind of a new, you know, a new set of <clears throat> dramatic circumstances. But like I was just like, I'm out. I've nope, I'm done. <laughs> you want to do a little blast from the past there, fellas? Sure. Sure. So I'm looking at the September, or I'm sorry, the October 2002 uh, wizard, the one-year anniversary of 9-11. One year, okay. It's got the uh, Captain America cover with the uh, ribbon on it. It says one year later, 9-11 remembering wizard. Okay, so let's talk top ten comics for this particular issue. Anybody got any guesses? I'm sure there's some X-Men in there. Nope. Top 10 of 2002. Hmm. JLA? Nope. All right. Since you guys are clueless. We've got uh, Transformers. Armada number one is number one. Number two is P. Parker, Spider-Man, number 44. Hmm. I don't remember any of these. Number three is Spider-Man, Black Cat, The Evil That Men Do, number one. That was written by your boy Kevin Smith. Uh, number four is The Incredible Hulk 34. Then uh, number five, you have Battle of the Planets. Number six, Ultimate Spider-Man number five. And let's see, number seven, Daredevil number I 26. I can't believe nobody mentioned Daredevil for a TV show, because I actually love that. that is I liked three it. seasons in, and I have not quit. Well, there, that's all there's going to be. Oh. One show I finished. Right. I didn't watch Defenders, but I did watch the first two seasons and loved it. So it was I'll excellent. Finish it out. I'll finish it, it out, excellent. Kim. That's some of the best choreography fight scenes in a show ever. That like rivals movies. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, all the sh- all the shows on Netflix were excellent. Yeah. Except for Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Oh, except for Iron Fist. That was a big giant pile. I of confess. Shit. I confess. I only watched Daredevil. I didn't watch any of the other stuff. I liked. Uh, the Luke, first Cage? Luke, Luke Cage, Cage Jessica good. Jones. I, like I didn't watch any of that. Jessica Jones is good. Iron Fist was just a big pile of shit. 
Too so skinny rich. and yeah. So I gotta get in the boardroom. Do I'm we Danny Rand, bitch? <laughs> what? <laughs> in the interest of TV shows, though, do we? What about Supernatural, man? Does this fall into the genre? It falls into the genre, but I don't think it's very super or a comic book. I'm sure they made many comic books off of the show. Right. Can I finish my list of comics, please? Sorry, I was just going through the list of my head and all the shows that Kim has quit. When she said Daredevil, I couldn't believe we didn't mention that. Right. Sorry, can please finish your list, sir. Number eight was Hulk, The End. Number nine, The Call of Duty, The Brotherhood, number one. And then you had number ten was Captain America, number three. What an uneventful list. Didn't collect any of those books. And the Hulk's on there, so I'm not so sure. All right, so time to rank them boys so i have batman the animated series birds of prey smallville kim did you want to put a list or a, a, a pick on the list i mean i guess since i actually finished it i'll put down daredevil what order rich Ooh, man i can't believe i forgot about daredevil i'm gonna go batman the animated series then i'm gonna go daredevil then I'm going to go Smallville, and then I'm going to go I'm Not Pooping on Your Show, Mark, Birds of Prey. I will check it out for you. So that's my list. Rob, what do you pick? That's, that's the exact order I will put those in. So carbon copy. Looks like we're identical twins again. Word. Well, I'm going Birds of Prey. Oh, what? Daredevil. Over Batman the Animated Series. Batman the Animated Series, and then Smallville. You put Daredevil. All right. I'm going to say Daredevil, and then I will say Batman Animated Series, Smallville, and just because I haven't ever seen it, which we will check it out, and I'll probably quit, but Birds of Prey. (laughs) I think the reason why I stuck with it is because I just imagined what it could have been. I think that's why I'm so attached to it. I mean, I love Barbara Gordon, so if she was a good cast, then hopefully that will draw me in for the one whole season. I just imagine what it could have been. You know what I mean? Well, now you got a movie coming out, Mark. So maybe. Well, she's not even in it. For new beginnings. We're trying to say Barbara Gordon's not in the Birds of Prey. No, not from what What? I can tell. Wait, 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 wait. I know we already talked about this movie. Are you telling me that Barbara Gordon is not in the Birds of Prey movie? From what I can see, I don't think so. But we got Harley Quinn in it. Yeah. The fuck is going on in the DC Universe movies? Who knows? Who knows? Well, I think uh, Rob and I's picks trumped everybody else's. Do we all agree with that? Mark, you look pissed. Well, of sure. course I agree with it. We'll have to see what the fans two. have to say. We'll have to see what the listeners have to say. Please right. email us and see what and tell us. Please <laughs> Mark email is us so mad. and let us know. Please, Please email do. us and let Mark know he's wrong. Heroeshomebase at gmail.com. Or check Mark us is out. expecting some answers. <laughs> or they could check us out on a Facebook page, Heroes Home Base Podcast on Facebook. You can post your opinion there as well. All right, true believers, thanks for listening. This is Mark. This is Rob. I'm glad Kim could join us on this episode. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, Kim. Yeah. Say, thanks say. for letting me come on. I'm Rich, and like we said, if you guys want to get in on this conversation, just email us at uh, heroeshomebase at gmail.com or leave us a post on our Facebook page. Thanks again for listening, guys. Thanks for checking out this RMR production.